Welcome to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul with me, Polly Lavarello, evergreen marketing expert. This podcast is for you if you are an online entrepreneur who's looking to simplify their business to scale. On this podcast, you can expect to hear regular talk about wealth, about selling, and about well-being. Because I believe these three core fundamental things are pivotal to your growth moving forward. Welcome to Make More Money Without Selling Your Soul. I am Polly Leverello, evergreen marketing expert and cushy business pioneer. And today I want to talk to you about the truth about running ads that pay for themselves. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Well, let's break down why you should be interested in this episode in the first place, right? Okay, so if you want that truly cushy business setup, if you want to have your high ticket group program that you're enrolling into year round, your existing following at some point will dry up. The process I take my clients through when they come to work with me is that we launch their high ticket offering to their existing following. And that's great. The first time they do that will be wonderful because if if their offer is any good, there will be people in their following who will take them up on it and sign up. Wonderful, beautiful little cash injection, which then gives us the data and the confidence to decide How are we going to scale this bad boy? What does it mean to scale? It means that you need to get your offer in front of more eyes to generate those consistent sales. Now, I know that sounds really obvious, but quite honestly, the few people who've come to me and said, Evergreen hasn't worked for me, are the people who have felt too anxious to run ads. And therefore, of course, selling the same offer to the same people at some point, it's going to reach a state of stagnation where it will just feel like your offer isn't any good. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with your offering and everything to do with the fact that you're expecting to convert all of your following when in reality, chances are about only 1% of your following is going to convert at any time. Okay. So if you've already converted a good percentage of your following, it's a clear clear indicator that you need to be growing it. And one of the easiest, most easy to measure way is advertising. Um, And as you might know, I have had an advertise, or I've been in the world of Facebook advertising since 2019. So four years now. And I've been specifically supporting coaches since 2020. My agency, my micro agency, um, which has been in existence for probably, I don't know, two and a half of those four years has spent over a million pounds in ad spend on behalf of other clients. And we've supported a variety of clients, those with low ticket offers, those with high ticket offers, those with the live launches, those with evergreen offers, passive offers, you name it, chances are we have had experience supporting that, okay? Which means I'm not coming at this from, you know, something that somebody else said. This is coming from direct experience of running ads and a significant amount of them at this stage. And having tested, you know, I'm very lucky to have clients. I've got one client in particular who I've been working with since 2020, and she has an evergreen funnel. And we have tested a variety of different ways to make consistent sales with her passive high ticket offer. We've tried lead magnets. We've tried low ticket offers. We've tried live launches. And what we've come to see with her particular offering is that the simplest funnel works best. And I'm going to come to that in a moment. I'm going to share that secret with you very soon. But there's been a conversation going around. And to be honest with you, this conversation has been happening for a while. And every so often it will, someone will live launch an offering of this type. And so more people will start coming to me asking me this question, which is, 
wow, the idea of running ads and it not costing me a penny because I'm making my money back sounds amazing. What is your experience of this, Polly? Can this work for me? Should I be doing this? And to be honest with you, I urge strong hesitation, not hesitation, but to be relatively, I don't want to use the word realistic, to give you some context, I have supported a few clients who've attempted doing this. And I would say for everyone that succeeds, there's about, I don't know, eight to nine of those funnels that don't succeed. And they don't succeed soon enough that people soon give up on them and decide to not bother with them after all, because they are challenging. So here's the idea. The idea is that you run an ad to a lead magnet. And people go, oh, yes, please, that's free. I'll sign up for that. Thank you very much. And on the thank you page of that lead magnet, so let's say they're downloading an ebook on how to make soda bread. I'm just going to, I'm always picking soda bread as an example, but let's run with this. So let's say a nutritional therapist has an ebook on how to bake soda bread. And people are like, oh, yes, please. I'd love to know how to make my own soda bread. Maybe gluten-free. Let's add a little niche to it. Let's make it slightly more specific gluten-free soda bread in five minutes a day. Oh, yes, please. Want that. Thank you very much. I mean, I would actually like that. If anyone has that, can you hit me up with that? I'd like that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they've they've got that. And then on the thank you page, it says, pay me an extra fiver. So for an extra fiver, I will send you the ingredients and it will automatically connect to your Sainsbury's app so that you can have all the ingredients sent to you tomorrow, as well as my bonus 100 recipes on gluten-free recipes that involve soda bread. And anyone who's into soda bread is going to be like, woohoo, a hundred extra recipes for seven quid or a fiver or whatever it is. And, you know, something that makes it really easy for me to implement the thing I just downloaded for free. I'm all over that. Thank you very much. And what you tend to find is a certain percentage, generally speaking, a pretty good percentage of those who sign up for the freebie, then go seven quid. That's peanuts. That's like, you know, what am I going to do with seven quid otherwise? Of course, I'll give you that seven quid. And as long as your cost per lead, let's say your cost per lead is 250, if one in three of your people sign up for your your tripwire, as they call it, for seven pounds, then you're, you know, you're you're paying 50p for those three leads. You know, you could then look at that data and be like, you know what, I'm gonna update it to eight pounds, and then I literally don't have to pay anything for my leads. And obviously with the data, you then have to reflect on whether eight pounds makes all the difference as to whether it's still one in three who purchase. But this is how it works, right? This is how um I wanted to kind of give you an idea of what this looks like because I'm conscious some of you aren't advertising or you might not have heard of this funnel. That is the principle. You've probably been through funnels that are similar in the past. Now, it all sounds really easy, right? Let me explain. How, what what makes these offers work um, and why sometimes they don't. So the example I just gave to you is a pretty good one, actually, in that your upsell needs to be super tangible. So for example, if you had a download, which was five keys to up unlocking your subconscious mind and attracting more money, wealth and success, and let's say people were signing up for that because they're like, oh, yes, please, wealth, money and success and subconscious, very interested. And then on the upsell, there was like, I don't know, a meditation to attract in even more success. Now that sounds logical enough, right? You'd think, okay, well, this is amazing. You know, you've got your PDF, but if you want to really embody it, download the meditation. And when we're really close to what we do and really see the value in what we do, we can assume that other people will understand that too. But for example, meditations are an example of something I've seen in tripwires that do 
awfully. <laughs> in fact, quite often they don't do very well as a freebie because unless that brand trust is already there, a lot of people are a bit anxious or hesitant to download a meditation from someone they don't really know at all. And so it's not very tangible. The outcome isn't very clear. And they're thinking, you know, seven pounds, am I genuinely going to like, if it's not clear enough that there's a win in it for them, they're not going to feel like that's a no brainer thing to do. So if your work isn't highly tangible with a really clear outcome, then these things can be much more challenging to get right. So for example, you know, in in the baby space, if you had like a lead magnet, which was, you know, your hospital checklist, um, that was free and people downloaded that. And then say there was a five pound upsell where it listed, I mean, even then you'd have to be careful. I was about to say listed all your like most recommended baby products, but actually there's so much of that already free on the internet. People probably be like, well, why would I spend a fiver on that? Unless they already knew you as a brand and really liked new and trusted you, they probably wouldn't see enough value in that. So this is the other thing to consider when we're saying it's, I don't know, let's say seven pounds. The value needs to be about 10 times that for someone to go, that's a no brainer. So it's looking at your tripwire and thinking, how do I bring 10 times the value as to what, you know, like, so rather than looking, this is a seven pound offer, how do I make them feel like this is a hundred pound offer? And wow, how did I get this with seven quid? If they get it and they're like, oh my God, yeah, this feels like seven pounds, then you have not done your job because ultimately you're not just paying off the cost of your list building. It's your first, like it's their first experience of working with you. And if it's a disappointment, then you've just, you're growing your list with a bunch of people who are disappointed in you and probably going to unsubscribe at the first opportunity. So we need to look at an upsell that's going to really blow their minds and go, wow, best seven pounds spent ever. So it also needs to be super relevant. So like I say, this is where the meditation in the case of the subconscious, you know, guide, which again, I wouldn't even see, I would never recommend that as a lead magnet either, because it's too vague and not specific enough in terms of the outcome. Um, you know, success and wealth and money mindset is too broad, you know, like, can you solve a specific problem? But if it's not super relevant to a specific solution that somebody is proactively looking for, then again, it's going to be people are just not going to click on it, they're not going to buy it. And we also need to make sure, and this is a really important one, that you're positioning it in a way that's really, really relevant to those high ticket clients you're looking to eventually attract. So if your offer is too broad, too generic, yeah, you'll grow your list really quickly and your cost per lead will be low. But if they're not super relevant to the ultimate transformation you're selling on the other side, then again, you're growing your list with a bunch of people who are not a good fit. Um, So these offers can work really well when you've got a particularly broad audience. And let's say you don't need to be overly specific about who they are. I mean, it can also work if you're being really specific. But what I'm trying to say here is, Ultimately, crafting a good £7 upsell can be as much, if not more work than creating a high ticket offer. And what's interesting about this is although in the moment you can feel this immense satisfaction when it is working, that you're offsetting your list building costs. If you similarly look at it as, and this is the way I look at it, which is for every 100 leads that come through through my ads, a certain percentage will book a call. And of those people who book a call, one nearly always becomes a client. So let's say it's costing me £500 for 100 leads because each lead's costing me £5 each. If one out of 100 convert to a new client, then it's costing me £500 to make £10,000 if they're joining my mastermind or one of my smaller masterminds. Even if they buy one of my lower ticket offers at 1.5k, 
I'm still making a thousand pounds for the 500 pounds I've spent. The simple secret I said I'd share with you of my client who's been running ads with me for three years now. Here it is. We tested making her funnel longer. We did the awareness videos where we'd retarget people with her webinar. We did low ticket offers. And when I say we did, her team created all of these things. We simply ran the ads to them. She also did lead magnets, which once people were on that list, she'd then steer them towards her masterclass. She tried all these different ways to steer people towards her masterclass to then pitch them her high ticket passive offer. And what we found to be the most profitable, scalable way of running her ads, which like I say, we've now successfully been doing for three years, is to simply send people to her webinar. Her webinar, the very same webinar she launched in 2020, is still converting just as well three years on. And the funnel could not be simpler. People literally go in, sign up, watch it borderline immediately and a sale comes out the other end, like consistent sales come from her ad spend. So it's really easy to overcomplicate these things. I hope just by listening to this episode alone, you've recognized that there's a good number of things you need to be considering. And what I will do is I'm just going to outline them for you again, so you can remember what they were. So one, if you are planning on doing this, you know, because I don't want to like, I'm never here to dictate what you can and can't do. Would I be focusing my energy on a seven pound upsell right now? No, I will be doing one organically, but it's not something I will be running ads to immediately. I'll be testing the organic data and seeing how well it does. It also works very well for somebody like me because I'm already spending money on ads anyway. And it works well for me because my offer is super tangible. It's super relevant. And I've used sales psychology and two years, no, almost more than two years of selling my evergreen offers to understand what is the block between people discovering me and choosing to work with me. And how do I create a low ticket offer to make it easier for people to jump in and make that decision? And that is how we've come up with our lower ticket offer. I would never be so hypocritical as to say that you shouldn't do this. And at the same time, if you don't have a high ticket offer right now, and if you don't have a masterclass going to that high ticket offer, I would always prioritize that over creating a funnel like this first, partly because you need to reverse engineer things in the first place. Like you need to know the ultimate direction you need people to get to and what you want to be selling them for your low ticket offer to make sense. So you kind of need to start at the top and work backwards anyway. But the things you do need to consider if you're planning on following this strategy is one, is your offer super tangible? And when I say tangible, are the benefits obvious? Is it clearly solving a problem? Do your, does your ideal client want this? Does your premium ideal client want this? Because we don't want to be attracting people who are just going to be sitting in your world for a few years until they're in the right position to buy your premium offer. This needs to be positioned, even though it's low ticket, to someone who's also willing to invest in your higher ticket offers. Otherwise, you're just going to be paying to have people in your mailing list who aren't going to be taking action, which is not worth it, believe me. So it needs to be super tangible, super relevant. Why is it relevant to them right now? Why do they need it right now? Why is it a total no-brainer? How are you blowing their mind with value? So well-positioned, super tangible, super relevant, and um, super clear super easy for someone to go, that's a no brainer, offering crazy amounts of value. 
So there's that. Those are the bits you need to consider if you want to do it. And caveat, if you don't already have a high ticket offer, work there first. Because believe me, the very same strategy I have deployed for a long time now, despite looking in and supporting a huge variety of funnels at this stage, has always been my masterclass funnel. Because like I say, no, I don't immediately get money back from running ads. But like I say, if you're not, if you're in a position where you need to be doing that already, if you're in a position where your business isn't doing well enough that you need to offset your ad costs, then you probably shouldn't be running ads in the first place. What I say to a lot of my clients is create a no-brainer high ticket offer that you can sell organically, make a few sales so it's comfortable to reinvest some of that profit into advertising so that you're growing your mailing list and you have more people to sell to on the other side. It really gets to be that simple. That is the cushy business life. We don't have to overcomplicate things and add in loads of additional steps that are entirely unnecessary. Once you've got to the stage that you're attracting those consistent sales and you've got your lean team that are there and available to support you with testing these low ticket offers to see where you can offset your ad building costs, great, go for it. But if you're at the stage where you're still not seeing consistent sales and you're not seeing the kind of profit that makes advertising comfortable, then I'd suggest that chances are your positioning, your offer positioning still is not watertight enough. Your messaging still isn't tight enough which also gives me a very strong indication that your advertising is likely to flop. So make sure you are good and confident at selling your high ticket offer that you've nailed that part of your business before you think about low ticket, because I'll tell you something for nothing, low ticket offers are not easier to sell than high ticket offers. I know I've said it before and I'll say it again because it's the truth. So there we have it, my lovelies. One of the things I'm conscious I haven't been speaking about much is curriculum design and how to turn your high ticket program into an evergreen program. I did do an episode on how to turn, go from cohorts to evergreen. So if you're interested in that, go back to that previous episode. But what I haven't talked about is how to create a curriculum that has people really enjoying the experience of working with and learning alongside you. So I'm going to be doing the next episode on how to create a watertight evergreen curriculum that has people loving it and telling all their friends how it's the very best online learning experience they've ever had whether it's within the capacity of being in a mastermind or in a group program this is going to be super duper relevant to you Um, and I say that in terms of mastermind I mean obviously with masterminds it's slightly different and it depends on what your approach to a mastermind is some people have a very loosey-goosey approach to masterminds but if you have a mastermind that also contains some kind of curriculum some kind kind of guidance this is going to be super relevant to you too so I'm really excited to be sharing more on that because that's a large part of what I do when I work with my clients on how to build their high ticket group program it's not just about how to make more money it's about how to give your clients the very best experience so that is what I'm going to be talking about next week so there we have it I've so enjoyed sharing this with you if you have any questions I love answering them this episode was inspired by a question sent to me by a previous client I was so happy to answer it if you have any of your own questions please feel free to dm me on instagram um, or find me on the oneacademy.com and email me there however you like to message me it's always welcome and i would love for you to contribute towards whatever my next episode gets to be so there we have it hope you've enjoyed this and i'll be in your ears next week <laughs>